Paratruth Radio is a proud member of Evergreen Podcasts on KillerPodcast.com. Christian and non-Christian paranormal investigators. They have two different views, and it seems as if neither of them can ever agree on anything. So what happens when a mainstream view of the paranormal crosses paths with the Christian view? <laughs> Something epic. This is Paratruth Radio. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to another episode of Paratruth Radio. My name is Justin. And I'm Eric. And tonight we have two guest co-hosts with me. We have Shelly, which you know. Hi. (laughs) And uh, Liana, which is Eric's girlfriend now. Female companion. Female companion. Okay, we'll go with that. (laughs) So, um, <laughs> has Eric told you much about the show at all, Liana? Yes. Um, I've listened to, I think, a few episodes, actually. So, I, I, I have the gist of it. Okay. So. so, what I wanted to start us out with is something that I actually saw yesterday. And I know I see UFOs way too much. But yesterday I saw a bright light in the sky. I was driving to work. I was almost to work. And it was a bright light shot from right to left and disappeared. It was it looked like a star. And then shot from right to left and disappeared. And I tried to rationalize with myself saying, oh, you know, shooting star, which it is possible, a meteor or something shooting across the sky. But it just struck me as odd because it was super bright. And usually with a shooting star, I can tell it's a shooting star. So it was weird to me. But like I said, I've seen several UFOs or what are they called now? Eric, UAPs? UAP. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, one of which I was What's with Shelly in Sicily. Unidentified aerial phenomenon. UAP. Oh, UAP. Yes. Okay. Um, we learned about this. Yeah. Monday? When did we watch Nope? I don't know. A couple days ago. <laughs> Never seen the movie Nope. Nope. Or have you watched it? I haven't Shut yet. Up. No, but it, it looked like it was going to be hilarious. Uh, I wouldn't say it's funny, actually. It's more of a thriller, I guess. Um, I mean, I can't really say much about it without giving anything away, but the UAPs was, you know, a big deal. Okay. Using that termination and then discussing more or less why they use it, I guess. Because they were like, oh, I thought it was UFOs. No, but it's UAPs now. But I hadn't told either of you about it because that, of course, was super busy at work. But I was, like, super excited to tell you guys, too, because I'm like, why is it happening to me more 
than because you're like in the middle of nowhere and you can see it. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's what it is. <laughs> you can you, you can look up at the sky, where the rest of us have to keep looking straight so we don't run into something or someone. Uh, well, but I should be looking for deer, not looking up at the sky. <laughs> maybe maybe it's Rudolph. <laughs> You're looking for reindeer. <laughs> Wait, so did it just like fly across? You said it was like a star. So was it, did it just fly across or was it stationary first and then zipped off? Um, no, it it looked to me like it was stationary and then shot from right to left. Okay. Yeah. Like I, and like I said, rational mind, I tried to, um, rationalize it as a shooting star but mm. how often is a shooting star shooting horizontal compared to vertical or mm. even diagonal i guess so usually diagonal <laughs> yeah then when i see it <clears throat> but this was like a straight line and i haven't done a whole lot of research on falling stars either but did it have a tail though or no no that that was the interesting oh, thing yeah and then you know fourth of july even though we're pretty sure it was a drone oh yeah <laughs> but well, we think i mean i don't know there still wasn't any blinking lights on it like a normal drone there was no green lights no red lights right it was just a bright white had. light just a bright white light you can turn them off or the like, green light there i mean or like unplug them or something no you shouldn't be able to there's a safety mm-hmm. thing so that people know it's there I'm pretty sure that was a drone um, live broadcasting the fireworks that night. But I think we tried even researching it and couldn't really find any videos or anything, it, as far as I remember. A lot of the other people there thought it was a drone, just okay. the way it kind of went in the sky. <laughs> really? Because the way it sounded, a lot of other people thought it was a spaceship. We're <laughs> 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 we at two different little gatherings. But t- take who was saying it, though. Whitney, who there. was sitting there. next to us. You didn't, didn't have to put names out there. <laughs> She'll enjoy it. it. She'll get a kick out of it. Well, Uh-oh. it's a little electronic spaceship with a camera on it that's remote controlled, so she wasn't totally wrong. Well, technically speaking, it's a UAP to us because we don't know what it is. Right. Can it, tech, can it be a spaceship if it's never been to nor plans to go to space? I mean, that's yes. what a NASA rocket is, technically they speaking. They should go to space, though. <laughs> <laughs> but they haven't been in space yet, some of them, because they've already they've just been built. They're just little baby spaceships. <laughs> I mean, could a drone go to space if you flew it high enough, depending on where your definition of outer space, quote-unquote, <laughs> air finger noises? I mean, that depends on the electric current around our Earth and whether or not the remote control can receive any type of, you know, message from it, so... I don't know. My guess is you get to a certain point because a lot of there's a lot of drones where it'll, it'll people will fly it so too far and then loses connection and it crashes. So I can't imagine flying it. What about the really really big ones that the military flies? 
I would even, I barely count those as drones. <laughs> technically, they are. They are. Technically, they're. Technically, they're technically those are military cra- aircraft unmanned. that cost billions of dollars, not a $25 thing from Walmart. <laughs> I mean, a drone is technically an aircraft. Or She's unwomaned. not wrong. It could be unwomaned. <laughs> unhumaned. 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 Good person. So for those that are listening, uh, this is our New Year's extravaganza extravaganza episode. So um, we're just going to be kind of flying from the seat of our pants here. That's why we brought on our two very special guests today. Um, Your special gals. (laughs) Female companions. (laughs) Um, So uh, something that... um, I've thought about recently and it's because of Shelly is how people's opinions change about the paranormal. Um, and the reason being, uh, recently we went and did kind of a mini investigation over at a, a, a friend's house, you know, who I'm talking about Eric. Um, and the spirit box session that we had there kind of pushed her over the edge the opposite direction of m- less skeptical, more believing. I'm a believer. <laughs> <laughs> so what about that spirit box section was really what made you change your mind a little bit? Um. Well, other spirit box sessions that we've had, we've had maybe one or two or three questions answered just very vaguely, even some of those more special ones that we've had. Um, but this one, we carried on an intelligent conversation about who they were, what they wanted. They were asking us questions and it was just bizarre. Just, it's... You guys are getting a spirit asking questions? Yes. A group of eight women. And we are pretty sure they were prostitutes in that house. Um, Mm. when... The house was first built and the capital city was becoming a thing. But uh, they are tricksters and sassy and you name it. Nosy. It was fun. It was scary. Well, what makes you think, what makes you think that mm. what makes you think they were prostitutes? Was there something they were, they were sharing? or? Um, they did not like the presence of men when men came in. Like, I believe they told Justin to shut up. And, uh... Every time Justin would say something, they'd change the frequency or some loud noise would come through if they weren't talking. Uh, But we just kept asking them questions, and there were eight of us. They said eight a couple times. Um, They liked to play tricks. They were all female voices. Um, And the way the house is set up, it's a lot of small rooms. There's actually balconies that you can't really... They're like showing off balconies. You just step out and put a leg on them and with this window and woo, look at my stuff. Um, so the way the house was built, the era, just how they were, it's just a vibe we got. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> she was supposed to be looking into the history a little bit more, but I don't know how far she's gotten. Got it. And I don't so... know the history books if they'll be like, <clears throat> at 1683 North Avenue 10 prostitutes well you can find the history of a house 
So. Go and ahead, for Eric. those listeners who don't know what a spirit box session is, aka me, <laughs> uh, a spirit box is basically a, an old Walkman, an AM/FM Walkman, where the prong is cut out that would stop it on a station that you're searching for. So it's a constant searching and doesn't stop. So it creates a white noise. Um, Sometimes you're catching radio signals too. So it's sometimes hard to differentiate between the two, but if you're getting intelligent conversation, it is more than likely actual uh, real time spirit communication. You've never shared the spirit box with her? I mean, it never came up. <laughs> you can't just give away all the cool paranormal stuff all at once. <laughs> um, we did have the, the full-spectrum camera going upstairs. I haven't reviewed that footage yet. But that's where a lot of the the noises and stuff are coming from that they experience and she actually told us on christmas eve eve that the activity was happening while her boyfriend pedro was actually home and changed his mind a little bit because he's very skeptical too what's that it never happens when he's it wasn't yeah it wasn't happening when he was around it instantly would stop when he would get home or like our spirit box sessions done as soon as he walked in um the dogs being a pest well you said that they didn't like it when justin was talking so i would imagine they really didn't like it when he was home so it makes sense yeah it's definitely interesting i'm definitely going back and doing it again (laughs) so liana what are some of your opinions about paranormal activity um, I mean, I'm from the generation where I've just grown up watching, you know, the, the ghost chaser TV show on sci-fi, <laughs> but it's like, you know, I'm, I'm from Cleveland. So there's like a million places that are haunted, um, like Playhouse Square, our huge theater district. There's like a hundred ghost stories. I've never experienced anything personally, um, but I'm not like I'm not a non-believer. So a healthy skepticism. I'm sorry. I said, would you say it's a healthy skepticism? But you you still think there's something out there? Yeah, I mean, it's not like a it's not like a, oh I don't believe in them. It's a I haven't had the opportunity to experience it firsthand. And I think that firsthand experience would. Like if, you know, go to the performatory down in Mansfield. Which I think we okay. still haven't done yet. Or have you, Eric? No, I haven't gone yet. That's one it's of okay. our uh, our uh, bucket lists. <laughs> yeah. Before they tear it down. Oh, I don't think they will. Well, I, I mean, it's been deemed a historical monument, so probably not. Yeah, I don't think it's going anywhere. Put it on your 2023 bucket list. We're changing into a new year. Put it on the calendar. <laughs> you said before it's torn down. 
So we'll see. Here's one thing I do want to talk about because um, I don't know if Kat sent you a video a couple of days ago, but she sent me one via Instagram. And it's a TikTok video about 2012 and <laughs> what happened, like basically how we found the God particle. And if we were to find the God particle, life would cease to exist. And supposedly it was found in 2012. And now there's this theory that the reason the world's been getting kind of crazy lately is because we're actually all dead and we're relieve, reliving our memories uh, of our past. And that's why everything's getting kind of odd, like odd now. Video or no? Uh, she had sent it to me, but I hadn't had a chance to watch it all the way through. I just got. It's like, like it's the like beginning. fifteen seconds. It's a TikTok. It's a fifteen second video. Well, it was only showing like pictures and stuff, so I I wasn't understanding guy, what it was so doing. Busy, like fifteen seconds is too much. <laughs> Dude, I'm at work until 7, 8, 9 o'clock at night. When am I supposed to watch a 15-second video? (laughs) I don't even get on TikTok to actually watch videos anymore. Uh, Anyway, it was like, yeah, so it was this video about telling us like how, you know, when when you die, supposedly uh, seven seconds could be could be like seven minutes or a mm. hundred years or whatever, uh, because our brain is in that weird state. And so the theory is in 2012, which we all know what 2012 was, mm. uh, the God particle was found. And in that moment, we all died. Everybody died. The world destroyed. And now because we've been living in this memory, our minds are still there and it feels longer than it actually is in re- real time. Um, that basically, you know, just what if? What if this reality isn't real? What if it's just, it's all past memory that we're living through? But why would we be celebrating 2023 if it's a past memory? Well, it's, well, that's the question. Like, I mean, that's why everything's (laughs) weird. But it's, (laughs) you know, you're in your mind. Like, who knows? I mean... Okay, I can see it to an extent, but we don't even really know what's happening in the afterlife. If that were to happen, as of 2012, we didn't know what was on the other side or how it's perceived or whatever. So, I I don't know. I'm kind of having a hard time understanding or even believing that. All right. You have to watch the video later, though. Yeah, I, I watched maybe half of it before I got interrupted, but it was like pictures, and then I was expecting like a video, video where somebody was like talking about it or something. So I mean, they were talking about it. It's a voiceover. Oh, maybe it's maybe a- I didn't have the volume up. That might be too. Should have had a V eight, Justin. Start your days with V eight. No. The Holiday Inn Express. I need to start my days with a shot of vodka and maybe caffeine mix into it. I don't know. Um, it's an interesting theory, and people are still speculating about 2012 
10, mm-hmm. 11 years later now. So, What happened on 2012? You don't have to yell. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm just excited now. 2012 was uh, the end of the Mayan calendar, according mm-hmm. to historians. And it was supposed to be the end of the world because of the Mayan calendar ending. But as we've done shows and talked about it and stuff, they actually have changed it where it was supposed to be 2021 at one point, I think. Um, and people also didn't realize that the Mayan calendar constantly just reset itself. Okay. But by the time they would have been wiped out, they wouldn't have gotten any further than 2012. Because the Mayans were, a lot of them, not all of them, but the majority of them were wiped out by the conquistadors. So nobody really knows what the end of the Mayan calendar was supposed to be. Am I pretty accurate on that, Eric? Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. To my knowledge, also. It was all, you know, 2012 was one of those things where it was, it was also the year of the Crystal Skull. And so a lot of people were just selling books, trying to make money off of the collateral, the, the d- destruction of what people were, would, or some people would think was going to be the end of the world. And, you know, using fear to promote sales, to make money. And that's why it became such a big deal. Uh, I mean, all the people that we talked to in 2012 uh, was pretty much everything that had to deal with. 2012 or the apocalypse or the crystal skulls or whatever aliens all that stuff um and once 2012 passed it just all died and then there were some new theories like oh no we were wrong it's supposed to happen in you know 2000 and you know 15 and then 2021 and there's always uh something that you know people want to try to make that buck was that guy who kept predicting the end of the world? Nostradamus? Yes, that guy. <laughs> My brain kept going to Nosferatu, and I knew that was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's the guy that would live through the end of the world. So, yeah, probably pretty close. Um, a lot of a lot of Nostradamus's, well, what we believe, a lot of his predictions have come true. Um but nowhere in Nostradamus's predictions, let alone any um, biblical predictions, can be 100% said, yes, this is what the Bible had been predicting, or yes, Nostradamus did predict Hitler, because he talks about several antichrists, I believe, right? Yeah, but a lot of his thing is, a lot of his stuff is just, it's riddles. A lot of it is just riddles. And so it can easily be, you know, depending on how you're looking at it, you can come up with different answers for each of his theories or predictions. So, Eric, from over the years that we've been doing this, have you ever bought into, not end of the world, but the, the predictions of things happening like Nostradamus or anybody in particular that we've done some research on. Um, 
No, I think the only one, I mean, I would, but not even when we were doing this, I mean, prior, I think the only thing that was most significant would have been Y2K. And I mean, the biggest thing with that was all the computers did shut down. Although all the pre 2000 computers or pre 99 computers. Um, but that was like the biggest thing that I think I kind of bought into at the age of 13 or whatever. <laughs> however old i was 2012 was one of those things where again it was like you know just a lot of people trying to use fear to try to sell stuff and like i think there are moments where it's like okay some of this makes sense as to why 2012 could be the end times and of course uh there were a lot of stuff happening back then too um that kind of helped with it like various earthquakes or volcano volcanic eruptions things like that that kind of helped to that aligned with some of the biblical script things of predictions of the end times. So like you're seeing two things together, which kind of strengthens that. But in the end, it's like a lot of it is just, it, it, there's no facts behind it. It's just all theoretical, you mm-hmm. know, and nobody backs it up. Just like, Oh, well he said, she said, they said, and that's why it's true. <laughs> and it's not accurate. Right. <laughs> Leon, did you know much about the 2012 stuff before? Before no. yesterday? Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, I heard about, you know, the, the Mayan calendar ending and blah, blah, blah. And my best friend for from like forever ago, she majored in astrophysics. And she's like, no, nah. she's like the Mayan calendar technically doesn't have a leap year. So technically it could go even longer. She's like, I'm so I was like, okay, whatever. It's just another <laughs> end of the world predictions that we've lived through, what, 20 of them? It's like, woo! Right. <laughs> I mean, and my dad was in, like, he was an IT guy, so I wasn't even worried about Y2K. <laughs> okay. Well, fair enough. I mean, there were plenty that were. I'm not one that bought into the Y2K stuff because there's always a fix to something. So technology wise, all these programmers knew it was coming. They could fix it. Right. Change a couple numbers under code. Okay. We're good. Well, I think that's the, I think that's the part that they don't tell you. Cause like our computer did shut down at midnight. The, the computer that we had in the basement, um, it just blipped, turned off and that was it. You it, clearly didn't do your windows updates. That age where, you know, it, because they, what was happening is in 2012, they were running a new program. There was a new setup that was through the bandwidth. And so everything prior to that was to just be completely washed out. So you had to upgrade computers. And again, it goes back to how the world is constantly looking to make money. It's the same thing with, uh, well, my theory. I haven't told her this theory. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, the whole idea of... Um, uh, global warming and not that global warming isn't happening, but the idea that there's a, uh, where was it? The hole in the, yeah, yeah, in the and everyone's saying, Oh, it's because of our pollution. We need to buy electric cars. We need to do this. We need to do that. It's like, but what if we don't, you know, what if it's, cause you know, the other thing that also destroys ozone is heat rising. And there's been plenty of scientific evidence supporting that the earth's growing closer and closer to the sun. And so that's why our ozone's really going down. And now they're just saying it's our fault so that they could sell cars that cost twice as much as what we pay for gasoline cars. 
Or we just don't screw up the planet <laughs> with pollution. I was going to say, Leanna looks like That's she's not buying into that theory. <laughs> I'm not switching to electric. And technically, global war, it's climate change, not global warming. Technically, we are trending towards an ice age. And then also record high temperatures. David Which is tomorrow all was not wrong. Them. Which has all happened before. Yes, exactly. We just don't have... Which is why I say, don't buy the electric car. It's <laughs> a waste of money. Keep it gas. You'll pay less money in the long run. Maybe I want an electric car. I know, and then you'll be paying like $2,000 per tire every 12,000 miles. Per tire? Yeah, Tesla, you have to pay $2,000 every single... Oh, I'm not buying a Tesla. Thing. Well, I'm just saying. If what do I drive? A Volkswagen. Exactly. But electric cars are heavier, which means there's more wear and tear on tires. Uh, per mileage than the regular gas car. We're taking this off air. going to have to. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. No, this makes good radio. Get into a fight. Let's hear it. I want to hear it. <laughs> <laughs> well, the reason I don't have a car right now is because I have a community garage where there's nowhere to plug it in at. Oh. So I don't have But gas is also going up. And going is fluctuating as what it's doing. Well, it always I mean, fluctuates. But with my car, I'm spending way too much money on gas, which is why I'm kind of looking more towards a hybrid, not necessarily full electric, because full electric will not run here in North Dakota in the winters. Yeah. But just well, to save so gas mileage, not necessarily to say it's because the ozone is dying or, you know. Well, but here's the thing, though. So, how much do you how much do you pay for like per tank of gas, and what's your mileage per tank? About roughly? forty dollars and twenty three miles to the gallon. The twenty three miles. Yeah. So, what do you get? Like three hundred <laughs> something miles out of a tank, roughly. All right. So I put in. You just need a more fuel efficient car. Well, I have a Subaru, which is oh, probably one mom. of the. Safety wise is one of the better ones, but my mom has a Subaru and it yells at her about everything, and I hate it. <laughs> Constantly beeping, and I'm like, "What now?" <laughs> She's only had it like two months, and we all hate it. <laughs> well, the thing that I was going, the point I was trying to make is like my car gets 425 miles per uh, tank. So I put in around fifty dollars, forty five to fifty dollars for an empty tank every time I fill up. Uh, the average electric vehicle also gets four hundred and thirty miles per tank, or you know per charge. But the charge at the charging stations, you're averaging around forty to fifty dollars for a full charge in order to get it. So you're still paying the same amount of money regardless of how you look at it. Just one's, uh, you know better for the environment than the other. Yeah, but I don't have to go to a gas station and stand in the freezing cold. No, you got to sit for 15 minutes at a uh, electric post instead of... How far do you think I'm driving in my electric car? That's what I'm... But still, that's what I'm saying. Like, (laughs) you sit 15 minutes to get a full charge Mm -hmm. or, you know, two minutes to get a full thing. That's why I think we should bring back the travel centers of America, whatever they were called. I say we bring back horses. Shh. 
Horse and buggy. Horses are way more expensive than cars. They're also way more fuel efficient. No, you should bring that to the travel center where you plug your car and you go inside, you get a sandwich, you sit and you have a nice meal, and your car's charged and then you just leave. Wait, so I'm going to pay to get my car charged, then pay for food and a drink? Well, what do you do at a gas station when you're on a road trip? I bring food and drinks with me that I already have at home, no, so yeah. I don't have to spend money. Go in, you gotta get the gas station snacks. Oh, no. <laughs> oh I just find the homeless guy on the side of the road and take a sandwich. Oh my god, <laughs> Leanne, you have so much to learn about my cousin. <laughs> you know how much roadkill there is on the road on the way. <laughs> Jesus. Oh Bring a lighter with you. Just suck her up. Then we might as well go to horse and buggies because we're going on the Oregon Trail. (laughs) If you're in the desert, like if you're in the desert, turn your air conditioner off. Just pick up like a raccoon off the side of the road that's dead. Flap, flap, like put them up on your uh, dashboard. He'll cook in a minute. Uh, (laughs) I don't want to deal with that smell after or during. I mean, it'll start to smell good eventually because it's not picking. You get all them juices going. You <laughs> catch the, the, the goop in the cup and oh. toss it in the window. Chew up the rest. We're never going on a <laughs> Two hour max. <laughs> and. We we're going to stop for gas and be like, what are you doing to that raccoon? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> All right, folks. We're at that point. We're going to take a half uh, a break. So you'll hear a commercial. Um, stay tuned. We got more for you right after this. In a world infatuated with comic fandom comes a show to help us remember the talents that have inspired us. Whoa, 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 cut. Oh, come on. It wasn't that bad. It's a bit dramatic. Let's just tell them about the show, guys. We are the Canned Air Podcast. Join us weekly for a comedic trip through pop culture. We also welcome some cool comic creators, as well as some of the voice and screen actors that help shape your childhood. Find us on cannedairpodcast.com and on the Evergreen Podcast Network. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Paratruth Radio. As always, my name is Eric. I'm Justin. I'm Shelly, Justin's wife. <laughs> and I'm Leanna, Eric's female companion. <laughs> Own it! <laughs> it's like, Own have, it. <laughs> it's like having <laughs> a familiar, Eric. <laughs> yeah. All I have to do is ring a bell and she comes to my beck and call. <laughs> I'm about to be you right now. <laughs> <laughs> so we've been talking about UFOs, UAPs, par- paranormal activity, 2012. Um, we've kind of spanned the gambit here. Nostradamus. Mm-hmm. What else can we delve into, Eric? Hmm. Um. Do you know about the? I can't think of the name of it. I was listening to it today on NPR about the latest um, upgrade in space telescopes that was sent out in December of 2021. Um, it's an upgrade to the Hubble. 
You was, mean the new telescope? Yeah, yeah I had heard about it. The new telescope. Right. Yeah. So I was, they were just getting like photos back of that because they supposedly, according to uh, the NASA uh, scientists on the show today, uh, said that they're basically able to see so far into the distance that they're on the breach of the Big Bang. Um, so it's the Webb Telescope is what it's called. <clears throat> now, I don't know how you know where the Big Bang began exactly. Uh, but this guy claims that this telescope has been able to find it or get close to finding it. Go ahead. I have the answer to that question um, because they know where the galactic center is. Evidence. More info. The Hubble. The Hubble did the deep space imaging and they can tell by the density and the heat and the age of the galactic clusters where it is. And based on how far away they are, they can tell the age of the galaxies based on that. Hi, my best friend did an entire research project on this, and I helped her with her research. Mic drop. So, based on that, they can tell sources. the Hubble. Mm. Would that be a reputable resource? It depends. It's the Hubble. And where it came from. The Hubble. <laughs> <laughs> so the Webb Telescope, though, uh, you know, it's literally like four times the size of Hubble. Uh, so they had to figure out not only how to get into space because their mirror for this telescope or yeah, uh, was the size of a basketball court <clears throat> and they couldn't put that on a rocket. So they had to like chop it up into small pieces and then use a deflector from space or like in space to, to block the sun because in order for the telescope to work, it has to maintain a temperature of negative 365 degrees at all times. And if the sun were to hit it, it would basically destroy the telescope. So they had to put a huge flag on it that, I don't know, I think it was also like, oh, I think that's what it was. I think it was the mirror was the size of the football field. The flag was the size of a basketball court. And so the flag was supposed to block the sun. And it's now currently a million miles away from earth because if it was any closer to earth before being used, it would be destroyed by the earth's heat that it gives off. So I thought that was interesting. That is interesting. Um, the one thing I was going to say to Leanna kind of already said it, but, um, they believe that there's a huge black hole at the center of the universe and in the center of each galaxy, is a black hole as well. Mm -hmm. So like she was saying, they would just have to track that to find the actual big bang and find the large black hole. That's the center of the universe. But, um, it, it is interesting that we are moving technology forward to continue finding stuff in space, but yet we're not any closer to finding life on other planets. Intelligent life. Go ahead. So NASA, <laughs> NASA has a mission called the uh, Kepler mission. Uh, mm -hmm. Kepler was a very popular astronomer that most people don't know about. He uh, found that planets' orbits were slightly elliptical, which led to the discovery of Mars and every planet thereafter. So therefore, they named the mission after Kepler. Um, so that was a extraterrestrial potential planet-finding mission. 
where it was supposed to find other planets that were in Earth-like situations that could potentially be life-sustaining, and they found over a thousand planets in like ten years. That could be. Could We're be. All right, that's what I'm saying. Because <laughs> they're a little far away. Yeah, just a bit. But again, uh, I know too much about space. Whole Goldilocks is, is actually a little more common than we thought at first, because I think when they first started that too, they were only finding very few, but as the time has expanded, we have found way more. Yes. I, I am familiar with that. Um, but to like Eric saying probable compared to 100%, there's life on that planet. Um, the only way we would be able to, to do that is if somebody were looking for something and actually made contact, of course. But you would think by now, if we're doing this much to get information from the universe, there had to have been something by now. Or maybe Earth is just scaring the crap out of every other alien race and being like, we want nothing to do with that. Like Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Right. Two-word entry. Mostly harmless. <laughs> <laughs> Eric, like you and I have part. talked about this numerous times, so what's your what's your take on that? On finding life? Or, or yeah, why we haven't. I mean, as far as we know, we haven't. I mean, there's been plenty of speculation that the government's already made contact. I mean, when we talk about Area 51, talk about the 1947 Roswell incident, talk about the things that happened in Dayton, Ohio, uh, there's plenty of suggested evidence that we've already made contact and we've even had alien species on this planet with us, uh, but they're keeping it under wraps. Like Even last year, when the government did release the... Uh, the files on the UFO cases, when they finally said, okay, we're going to let these come to light, they still withheld a lot of, of information. And a lot of those um, documents were still blacked out, hiding certain pieces of information from us. So we don't, you know, we don't know. At least us, like people as Sicilians, don't know whether or not C- we... Civilians? What did I say? Sicilians. Sicilians. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, forget everyone. I'm like, wait, wait, what? Forget <laughs> Leave I our family away. out of this, Eric. I, I, I gave away the Sicilian thing, like, oh, we're going to take over the world. Um, you heard it here, folks. <laughs> <laughs> yes, civilian. Civilian. Um, yeah, you know, we don't have that kind of information because it's possibly that's just withheld from us. So it's, I think it's probable that there has been contact. It's just the thing is, and we've talked to people about this, um, you know, think of like uh, Jesse Marcel Jr. who we had on way back when mm-hmm. uh, his father, you know, and even he, you know, was was a kid during the, when the, he found the 1947 Roswell uh, mm-hmm. crash um, or his father did. <clears throat> uh, you know, it's one of those things where the government, the military, whatever, you know, they, they don't want panic. They don't want people to start getting scared. And the fact is, you know, everyone wants the information, but as soon as people realize, Oh, we are not alone. They're all going to start freaking out. I mean, look what happened. I mean, I know we brought this up before, but 
2022 and the toilet paper pen like the yeah. situation like what the frick <laughs> like of all things so yeah i mean I, I think there's a good reason why it's kept under wraps if there's contact already made i i do agree that yeah um and the ramifications for religion as well on top of people's just normal everyday beliefs um I'm not saying all religious people would freak out, but a lot of people would be questioning, well, if there's aliens, like, what else is not true? Is there really a God? You know? I mean, there's nothing, there's there's plenty of religious texts that point toward extraterrestrial life that have visited us. No, I mean, you're not wrong, but that's been one thing that people have brought up in theory that it would crush everybody's worldviews, basically, is what I'm saying. Meh, crush it. I'm a millennial. I've been through enough. Just, just keep going. You've heard it here, folks. Just let the world burn. We'll see what happens on the other side. Team crush. <laughs> <laughs> or, as Eric brought up earlier, we're already on the other side, and we're just seeing what happens while it burns. This is the dark timeline. <laughs> um, there was a video that I actually did just see, just randomly, um, about a, a woman posting uh, of a drone catching Bigfoot footage. Um and it was not um, blurry or anything. Mm. And this thing like climbed a tree within, okay. I'd say, half a minute to a minute. So, um, I gotta look this up now. <laughs> <laughs> question for you, and we've speculated for years now. Do you think we'll ever, or, or we are getting closer to actual um, discovery of Bigfoot or any of the cryptids that we've talked about over the years? Yeah, there's more and more cryptids every day that are like popping up. Uh, I mean, I mean, I, I know we've talked about like Ohio just simply being a hotbed. Uh, sorry, I'm like plugging in my phone because I've got like six percent left. Um, <laughs> <clears throat> so, you know, when talking about like, <laughs> there's more and more cryptids that are popping up and there's more and more video evidence too, that are starting to like show up. Uh, I think I sent you a, it's a Bigfoot thing. I think on Facebook, a uh, messenger a couple weeks ago that Lewis sent me. It was like, just the, it was like the face of Bigfoot looking up at a, we're, we're in like a those hunting camps. Oh yeah. Tree cam. Um, and that was a pretty clear evidence. I mean, there, there's some question to it in, in, in my opinion, but it looked pretty legit. So, you know, I think as long as technology continues to advance, uh, cameras are, <laughs> sorry, cameras are becoming more and more, uh, capable of capturing things that are moving quickly, uh, or in the dark. I think there's a, good chance over the next few years that we could possibly capture something that's considered cryptid 
Do you think it's harder to hoax now bef- than before? No. Do you remember the uh, thing that happened in Arizona with the, uh, was that little? Oh, well, yeah, the, the obelisks, yeah. <laughs> the world went crazy. Uh, no, in fact, I think the world is more gullible now than they were in the past because the internet. Deep fakes are a thing. <laughs> like, when in doubt, deep fake it. So, I don't know. I mean, I've, yeah, I, I think, and not to mention, like, technology is still advancing. It's getting better, so it's easier to fake stuff, too. I mean, things are going to look more and more realistic. Thankfully, right. the people who do post don't a thing or two about technology so you know we can kind of debunk those but if somebody who actually works in that kind of field and knows what they're doing i mean it could be hard look at the Kar- look at the kardashians <laughs> kardashians <laughs> oh, there we are oh <laughs> uh, well <laughs> i can't say that that you're wrong uh, i mean we have talked about how it is easier to hoax, but also at the same time, there are plenty of people that either are very, very naive or would not believe it at all because they will. I've brought it up on the show numerous times. Uh, if Jesus Christ came back to Earth right now, like floating out of the sky on a cloud, people still wouldn't believe it if they're watching it on TV or or a video of some kind. They would just assume that it's fake and say, like, speculate. Oh no, that's CGI. Look at that. Look at look at under the cloud there. You can totally tell that that's CGI. All right. Well, what was the what was the um, the conspiracy that we talked about in regard to where they were going to um, project a version of Jesus onto clouds? Uh, was it the Project Bluebeam? It was Bluebeam. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, you know, so there's like that was already <laughs> in the works at some point. Um, but that all comes down, that's more like religious ag- agenda. Right. I'd like to see him projected on the cloud like the birth of Venus. <laughs> I think that would be quite lovely. <laughs> <laughs> I just want him to look like actual Jesus instead of like whitewashed Jesus. <laughs> whitewashed Jesus. <laughs> the first time I've heard you it said the- that way. <laughs> That's all. <laughs> you know, he looks like you and McGregor. Right. Like, I want real Jesus that looks like someone who's actually from the Middle East as opposed to you and McGregor. That's what I want. Well, Is you that know, too much to ask? You know why the pictures are that way, right? And maybe a dad bod, too. <laughs> Stop. Get out, get out of here. You're on the show. Because whitewashed Jesus was easier for whitewashed people to accept than Middle Eastern looking Jesus. You go, he looks just like us. I'm going to accept him as my Lord and Savior. That Sorry, is that true, but it was actually a, a, a Borgia who was a pope who had his son painted in the likeness of Jesus. And that's where the white Jesus actually started. Everything you know is wrong. (laughs) (laughs) 
All right, folks. I think we're getting pretty close to the end of the show here. So I hope you guys have had a very awesome new year. Uh, very awesome year of 2022. If you haven't, 2023 is literally right around the corner. Um, Eric, any housekeeping stuff we have to do before we head out? Uh, no, I don't think so. I mean, wrapping up the year, I guess, onto new stuff. So we'll have some new guests coming up here over the next couple of months. And, uh, I mean, it's kind of sad, but, you know, holidays are over. So (laughs) here's the long haul to spring and then summer. Uh, so bear with us and with the weather. Yeah. Um, I don't know about over there, but it's kind of been a roller coaster here in North Dakota <laughs> for the weather. It's no, it's fine. It's going to be like 50 degrees here tomorrow. So, uh, you know, we just Florida. got negative <laughs> three to 50 in a week. You already went to Florida. It didn't sit well. No. <laughs> that that's kind of how we're running here. It was negative forty, and it's in the thirties the past couple days, and then to the next week. So, ooh, tropical heat wave, global warming. Here we come! And oh, all right, folks, that is all we've got for you this week. Um, if you're out drinking for New Year's, drink responsibly, as we always tell you every year. But until next week. And next year, where you'll find us same time, same channel. My name is Justin. I'm Eric. I'm Shelly. I'm Leanna. Peace. Deuces. Welcome to Novel Conversations, a podcast about the world's greatest stories. I'm your host, Frank Lavallo, and for each episode of Novel Conversations, I talk to two readers about one book, and together, we summarize the story for you. We introduce you to the characters, we tell you what happens to them, and we read from the book along the way. So if you love hearing a good story, you're in the right place. Our ninth season is coming this fall. Tune in to hear from some of the all-time great authors, Charles Dickens, Jules Verne, F. Scott Fitzgerald, and more. Subscribe to Novel Conversations wherever you listen to podcasts.